This is CX of M Radio, the voice of customer experience professionals. Welcome to Clued In with Lou Carbone, a thought-provoking opportunity to expand your perspectives and advance the impact you can make in the CX, EX, and patient experience space. Lou's undeniable combination of the depth of experience and knowledge in this space is unparalleled. As a driver inside organizations as well as consulting, Lou offers distinctive thought stimulation, is a dedicated mentor and teacher. Hi, this is Lou Carbone, and welcome to Clued In. Wishing you great experiences today and every day. I hope that today's episode, called Making an Impression Can Be a Gas, is really something that you will remember. Because what I'd like to talk a little bit about today is latent acuity. It's my belief that the next area, the area that people are just beginning to discover and some of us have been working with for three or four decades. And one of the pioneers uh, that I had the ability to collaborate with was Dr. Gerald Zaltman uh, when he was at the Harvard Business School as a professor, still as he's retired. But... Jerry ran the laboratory of the consumer mind. And it was there that one began to ponder how people thought and actually wrote scenarios uh, on car buying experience. And Jerry did PET scans with those scenarios to see what parts of the brain were ignited Uh, by people when they thought about buying a car. And what was so powerful is this idea of not what people think, but how they think. So now you may or may not have viewed the YouTube video that uh, we kind of preceded the podcast with and asked people to look at. And the reason that uh, we did that is the simplicity of the thought. Leslie Nielsen was a comedic actor. Leslie Nielsen was in comedy classics. And I had the opportunity with my colleagues uh, when I was working with an advertising agency in Tampa, Florida, that uh, is FKQ advertising and marketing. And I was working with them uh, during a period of time that Dollar Rent-A-Car was a client, and we were doing commercials with Leslie Nielsen. And what was so amazing is, uh, in working with Nielsen, his sense of humor was constant. So we are at a restaurant in Orange County, and as the waiter came around the table, Leslie Nielsen and his wife were sitting to my right. And as the waiter approached Nielsen, Nielsen pointed to the menu and said, what is this dish? And Leslie said, 
to the waiter, I don't understand this. Is this uh, pasty fagioli? And the waiter, in a very appropriate Italian accent, said, it's pasta fagioli. And Nielsen said, well, what is pasta fagioli? And the waiter said, it's bean soup. And before the waiter could even get those words out of his mouth, there was a sound of a fart. <clears throat> and Nielsen has this shocked look on his face and says to the waiter, well, it looks like I won't be having that soup. So as we exit the restaurant, Nielsen is walking by two older women who are coming into the restaurant. The one woman nudges the other and says, is that Leslie Nielsen? And the other woman said, I think so. And Nielsen let out another fart. And the other woman looks to the other woman and says, it can't possibly be him. Well, what I learned later as we approached the car was that Nielsen actually had a fart machine, a little tiny device. I actually have one that were made by a gentleman in, I think it was Arkansas or Alabama for him, that created the artificial fart. And that, so that artificial fart, uh, Leslie Nielsen knew exactly what other people's behavior was going to be. That this particular signal, a fart, as simple as that might be, created an impression. And he knew what the predicted response would be in each situation. Because I, upon examining this little device that you'd kind of uh, squeeze in your hand, uh, a little different than the traditional whoopee cushion, if you will, Nielsen <laughs> said, what is so amazing is that if, if I can predict what people are going to think, it is so incredible that if you picture yourself on an elevator, he said, and all of a sudden you hear the sound of a fart, there are three things that will immediately come to mind from our unconscious. He said the first thing is recognition that there was a fart. <laughs> Nielsen would say, that the first thought that comes to mind is, did somebody fart? From that point, the next thought that takes place is, will anyone think it's me? And then the third element that comes forth in the way we think about and how we think about this situation, Nielsen said, the third thought is, is it going to smell? Now, if you've ever been caught in that type of situation, what you will find uh, is that he was pretty accurate in understanding how people think. So this whole idea of how people will behave to certain signals and clues, this simple sound had an impact unconsciously that rises up like hot air, <laughs> it rises up and begins to create 
an impression. And we begin to think about that in terms of what are the intellectual elements that come from these latent thoughts that we have that come to life when sparked by a particular clue. The clue in these situations being the simple sound of flatulence or fart. So when we look at the experiences that we create for people, as we look at experience design, we cannot overlook understanding how people think. What Nielsen did in absolute genius in terms of timing, in terms of the expression on his face, in terms of his body movement, in terms of marrying that with a sound, created an experience, an impression, and knew how people would react. The power of really understanding that our experiences are multisensory, and that the more senses that we combine, and if the artificial fart machine actually could create a smell, the impression it becomes more and more indelible the more senses that we involve in the creation of a particular experience. So when we begin to think about these elements in an experience and what would cause them to become an experience that is memorable. I stayed at a hotel in Dubai, and every night they would bring and create a towel origami animal and put it on my bed. And I would look at this towel and think, well, gee, that's really kind of cute. But what am I going to do with this? I mean, someone's been handling this towel and... Um, Am I supposed to use it? Uh, are these just decorative towels? Or am I supposed to... So I put it in the closet up on the shelf. The next night, I get a different animal. I think it was a rabbit the second night. And then I put that one up on the shelf. And after about five days, I had a menagerie of these towel-sculpted animals. And I began to wonder whether anyone really used these. I had a whole collection, and I wondered what impression was it that they were trying to register with me. And what I began to wonder about was the level of energy expended in creating these intricate towel origami characters, and what the intended behavior was that they expected from me in terms of how to interpret what this signal was. Now, here I am talking about it because it was memorable, but when you begin to think about the labor cost, would I make my choice at staying at a hotel uh, purely based on that if none of the other details were taken care of in the room? If the bathroom was dirty or if the room smelled moldy, so the alignment of clues is so 
critical in terms of thinking of them from a very systematic perspective in terms of what is the impression that I want to create? How will someone interpret these clues, these signals? So when we look at this idea of Nielsen's engineering the experience of these two women, of the waiter, uh, of a talk show host, he engineered the experience in such a way with a simple signal, a simple clue, embedded with other clues that surrounded it, such as facial expression or what he talked about was being indifferent to what was going on. And this was sort of the trademark of his humor was indifference to what was happening around you. And so this actual device, this clue, this fart machine, really was part of the Leslie Nielsen brand of being indifferent to what was happening around you. He called it wretched obliviousness in one of the conversations. And I just wonder, he wasn't oblivious to what people were going to think and what people were going to feel. What made him such an incredible comedian was he knew exactly what the reactions would be. Do you know what the reactions are that you're looking for in the experiences that you create and you design for customers, for employees, for patients, for families, for your family, for your children, for your partners, for your wives, your husbands. Life is full of experiences that create impressions. Impressions are created by clues that we interpret, that we take in through our senses. How well do you think about the impressions that customers will have in the clues and signals? One of the things that's always amazed me is that there are many organizations that think that it's about being quick and easy. And what I've learned through the history of working with organizations, when I was the vice president of marketing at National Car, that when customers are telling you that they want it to be quick and easy, it's because the experience you create is painful. They want to reduce the pain. You can make experiences more powerful and more memorable if you think about the impression that they will make and not being oblivious to the reaction but actually being obvious and understanding the signals that will create the reaction, that will create the magic in someone's mind that would make it a memorable experience. We have great opportunities before us to make impressions, to make the world a better place. Leslie Nielsen made the world a better place by causing people to laugh. Leslie Nielsen made people laugh using a fart machine. Now, I'm not abdicating that everyone go out and purchase a fart machine to make an impression, but I am asking you, what kind of exhaust trail are you leaving? 
in the impressions that you and the companies you work for and the institutions you work for leave behind. Thank you so much for listening to Clued In with Lou Carbone. If the advancement of the practice of experience management is financial and emotional impact drives you, please reach out to Lou on LinkedIn or visit experienceengineering.com or email us at info at expeng.com. Thanks for joining us for this session of CX of M Radio. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit cxofm.org for more resources.